It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. In today's show, we're looking ahead to Sunday in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We're looking ahead to Sunday's action in the league now. Recording this one a little bit early, so I might mention a player who gets ruled out later in the day. Um, So apologies for that. I'm just trying to make sure this gets done because I've got a very busy day, Mother's Day here in Australia today. Just trying to get stuff done as best as possible. So let's um, let's talk about these games for Sunday. First one is the Heat and the Celtics. I want to watch Trevor Ariza, who's been putting up some decent enough numbers. Again, if you are looking for a streamer who hits some threes and gets some steals, even in 12-team leagues, Ariza can be a solid stream option for Sunday's action. He is inconsistent at times, but I think he's worth looking at. Kendrick Nunn, last couple of games have been a little bit rough, and with Tyler Hero back, it does have an impact, but he still played 29 minutes in the game on Friday. Victor Oladipo won't be returning, so we don't have any worry there. I think Nunn still remains a solid 12-team league player. Now, for the Boston Celtics, let's keep somewhat of an eye on Tristan Thompson. Rob Williams missed last game, but he is considered probable. And that was, yeah, prior to that game, or prior to that designation, they did say, yeah, we don't know when Rob's back. It might take a while. And then he, he missed one game. But let's see how many minutes they actually play Williams, and then conversely, how much they play Thompson. Jalen Brown is questionable. So what does that mean for Evan Fournier? Fournier has played well over the last three games, but that's been either without Kemba or without Jalen. So when they both come back, he'll move to the bench. And what does his role look like? Does he become a droppable player in that circumstance? Probably. 
the Knicks and the Clippers. RJ Barrett continues to play an absolute shit ton of minutes, continues to score pretty well, but have some deficiencies in other areas. So let's just watch him. We hope we can put it all together, but it's been a it's been a struggle at times to do that this season from a fantasy perspective. We also want to watch Nerlens Noel, who did have some foul problems in that last game against the Suns, but he's back in action. He's going to put up some good defensive stats and, and be able to produce some good numbers for you. Well, for the Clippers, I want to watch how Reggie Jackson is used in comparison to Rajon Rondo and Patrick Beverly. what Jackson's minutes look like. He probably is a 12 team league drop, but again, he plays on the Sunday, so there is some value in holding him in that scenario. Well, if it's a Zubats, we'll get another start with Serge Barker out and produce some of those solid enough big man numbers. The Mavs and the Cavs up again. Josh Richardson scored pretty well in the last contest. He isn't anything more than a 12-team streamer, in my opinion, but we're streaming in for the last day of the week for Championship Day. So if you are looking for some blocks out of a guard, some steals, a guy that can occasionally score well, and we know someone who's going to have a relatively solid role. Richardson can be a guy here for you. Well, Dwight Powell with Christos Porzingis out, he probably gets this solid amount of minutes again. He's played 20-plus minutes in four consecutive games without Porzingis, and the uh, the only game in his last um, six games that was under 20, he played 19 minutes, and they're all the games without Porzingis. So there is some value there in him. For the Cavs, there's no Darius Garland, so Colin Sexton will get that point guard role. That should be able to up his assists. We know he's going to score pretty well, but adding those assists is always useful. While Kevin Love missed last game, so Dean Wade started, but Love has been upgraded to questionable. So what does Wade's role look like? He played 20, He's played 30 minutes, basically 30 minutes in four consecutive games. Will he continue to do that with the you know, Prince out, with uh, with Love maybe out, with uh, guys like Nance and and, uh, and um, Winler out as well? Um, I don't think he's anything more than a deeper league streamer though. Let's look at the Pelicans and the Hornets. No Zion, uh, he's out. Uh, Brandon Ingram likely to be out as well. So James Johnson, he's going to be a player who gets a b- big bump in minutes. We know he gets assists and steals and blocks at a pretty high rate. So he's an excellent streamer. While last game, Kyra Lewis saw his minutes jump right up. 21 minutes for Lewis after combining for 14 in the two games prior to that. Now, that is obviously something to do with Ingram and Zion being out. I just didn't expect them to go that direction. But the thing we have here that might put a cramp in his style is Nikhil Alexander-Walker looks like he's going to be returning. So how does the Lewis Alexander-Walker minutes play out? You just think the 22 minutes that Wazawundu was gifted last game will just go on to Alexander-Walker. But I do want to see how Van Gundy uses Lewis. For the Hornets, Jalen McDaniels, he just continues to be sort of solid enough. There's still no Gordon Haywood. Malik Monk did escape some ankle problems, so he looks like he's ready to go. So that's good news um, for him, who put up a you know, big game in the last one prior to that. But McDaniels, he continues to be solid as a starter with the absence of Bridges and Haywood, and uh, and Cody Martin remains sidelined as well. The next game is the Wolves and the Magic. Jared Vanderbilt looks like he's in line for another start with Jaden McDaniels out once more. McDaniel, uh, Vanderbilt sorry, put up big steal numbers. He's a good rebounder. He blocks shots. If you're looking for those stats, there is... Really not a better streamer out there than Jared Vanderbilt. Well, last game, D'Angelo Russell got ejected. So Rick Rubio went from playing 17 minutes to playing 33. Um, I want to see what the minutes... Now, Rubio's minutes have been impossible to predict. These last five games, 17, 31, 29, 17, 33. There is no discernible pattern there with any of that. So what Rubio's role is, is a big question mark to me. For the Magic, RJ Hampton's getting 30 a night most nights. Now, last game, we did see Cole Anthony push back to 30, which was great. But let's look at what Hampton's able to do coming off the bench behind Anthony and Gaz Harris. Also want to watch Iggy Brazdakis, who's playing a pretty sizable role. 30, 30, and 24 minutes in his only three games for the Magic. He's going to play that backup power forward role. 
um, behind Mo Bumba, not Mo Bumba, behind Mo Wagner. And Brasdakis in deeper leagues, he's not rostered anywhere, really. You can add him and maybe get some value out of it. Let's look at the Bulls and the Pistons. Pat Williams has started all season. I would say he's been solid enough. But obviously, for a fantasy point of view, he's really only had value as a streamer. And with the Bulls back at full strength, his value isn't there. But I'd like to see him flash a little bit more than he has. While Daniel Tice at Power Forward again, production's all over the shop. We know that. Minutes tend to be all over the shop as well. He can be at least a 14-team league guy and maybe a 12-team streamer. While for the Pistons, oops, back to that one. Who absolutely knows? Because they decided on Saturday it was a great idea to bring Mason Plumlee, Corey Joseph, and Wayne Ellington not only back to play, but to actually start them like a bunch of absolute dick noses. Look, why, why are we doing this? Now, will they actually play the back-to-back, or are they going to be too tired after one game? Probably they'll be tired. So let's watch what Alf Stewart does. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. Pair of flaming galahs. Dwayne Casey, Troy Weaver. There they are. Isaiah Stewart, hopefully he gets back to starting. But honestly, I just throw my hands up in the air and go, I have no idea what this dickheads, these dickheads are doing. Like, no idea. And this will also watch the depressed penis, Sadiq Bay, who's been a little bit up and down in his consistency. At least he will continue to start. But the value for him does, uh, does wax and wane a little bit. Let's look at the Suns and the Lakers. Jay Crowder returned last game, had hit six threes off the bench. I imagine he starts back over Tory Craig, but he can be at least a stream option. But of course, we know. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Nicole Bridges will get another start. He's been actually excellent at the moment. The last three weeks, he's been a fantasy playoff star, putting up huge numbers defensively, offensively, shooting the ball well. Let's hope that continues well for the Lakers. Um, Alex Caruso should be in another pretty strong position as the starting point guard with Schroeder and LeBron out. His last game was really impressive as well, Caruso. Can score a little bit, get some steals, get some assists, and he has absolutely has some stream value with no, again, no Horton Tucker. Um, well, actually, we don't know. Of Horton Tucker's going to play, but no Schroeder and no LeBron James for this game for the Lakers. But let's also watch Andre Drummond, who has been shit house, and his minutes have gone way down. 22 minutes in each of the last three games. Last game it was due to fouling out, but still he's been bad in those games. Is he a drop? Yeah, probably, probably is. But I, I would, I wouldn't drop him with a game on Sunday. But he's been really, really bad. Um. The next game, we take a look at the Thunder and the Kings. This is a back-to-back for the Thunder. I want to watch Teo Maladon. They did sit Ty Jerome out. Now, whether he returns uh, on Sunday remains to be seen. Let's watch the Salt Flake, Theo Maladon, and see what he is able to. And also, a guy that's getting consistent minutes off the bench, Gabrielle Deck. I could barely recognize my own Dick. Now, I don't think Dick is a 12-team guy. Might be a 14-team streamer, but he's definitely a 16-team league ad. And again, they could just throw anyone and anyone out and into the rotation at any point. But I think Deck is going to stay. The Kings, Sacramento, I don't know why I call them that. The Sacramento Kings, Marvin Bagley has been uh, up and down to be charitable to him. Um, mostly been terrible, um, but some really big games in there. But if Fox and Barnes both return, what does Bagley's role look like? He played 19 minutes last game. He played 30 in the three prior to that. So what do they do with him? And then Delon Wright, where does his value sit if Fox returns? Does he become droppable? I'd like to hold him at least one more game in that scenario, but there is a distinct chance that he's a droppable player. Let's look at some stream options for category leagues. Vanderbilt, Mo Wagner. Just quietly, I did get the uh, the Adidas Flaming Mo sneakers. 
looking forward to them arriving. I was able to get those. They released for some reason like three or four days early over here. So I was happy to get those. James Johnson, Jackson Hayes, Najee Marshall, three Pelicans with some stream value there. For points leagues, RJ Hampton, Najee Marshall, Jared Vanderbilt, James Johnson, and Mo Wagner. Guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget, follow along Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey. On YouTube, hit thumbs up, hit subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.